Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon is on vacation. (laughs) And who else? Billy Spitfire, Billy Spitfire Unlimited. Billy Spitfire Unlimited and Limited. (laughs) <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, Tom Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to our show. We are thrilled to death that you are listening to our said show, our our aforementioned show. Uh, we've got a fantastic guest tonight. Uh, we, we, you know, one of the things you anybody who's been listening to this, we truly appreciate our supporters and. We've got uh, one of our longest-running supporters tonight. Oh, yes. Who are you, supporter? I am not an athletic supporter, but I am a show supporter. This is Michael Van Zandt from Troy, Illinois, just outside of St. Louis, Missouri. That is correct. A grand poobah nonetheless. And uh, yes. we are th- we're truly um, Perhaps grateful. the grandest of poobahs. Hmm. Oh, man, this bubbly water's killing me right now. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a few more of those. Um, so that all being said, we, you know, we've been talking with Michael for a long time. We've mentioned him on the show many times. Actually, just a couple episodes ago, um, I, I'm not sure, Michael, if you recall this, but I brought up how in the middle of the Smashing Pumpkins show that you were at a couple years ago, you sent me uh, like a, a live a live uh, feed of the show in the middle of the show when you should be enjoying the show. <laughs> and you're like, hey, I think you'd like this. I know you like this. Here you go. And I got to tell you, man, just like I brought it up on the show, I was like, that, that meant a lot to me. Um, not because I necessarily got to see the show even, but, you know, I was like, wow, that's, I mean, I, you, what do you say to that kind of thing, you know? So thank you, and and you've been uh, gracious in your dealings with us, and um, have uh, have been helping the show run for for the last I guess five years now. Yeah, I think it's almost that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and incidentally, um, I'm going to go see the Pumpkins and Jane's Addiction here in just a matter of about two and a half weeks. Yes. Nice way. Nice. Very very good stuff coming for them. Um, and actually. Uh, one one interesting thing about that particular show is the, that uh, Troy Van Leeuwen is filling in for Dave Navarro, who's uh, dealing with COVID uh, complications right oh, now. Oh, wow. And Eric yeah. Avery, who, yes. r- who is really the creator of most of the early songs, um, uh, at least from the, from, you know, the musicality yeah, the music, of yeah. it. Uh, he's back in the band. They had a falling yeah. out, and he's back, and I'm so excited for that. Yeah, I was excited to see, hear that too. And I mean, Chris Cheney's no slouch, but uh, to have Eric back is yeah. pretty gonna be pretty amazing. And and Troy is a fantastic oh, musician. He uh, uh, similar experience. I when I saw Queens of the Stone Age, I was like second row and right in front of Troy mm-hmm. all night. It was it was pretty amazing to watch. Be. He gotta be. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Do what you can to get up there and on this stuff. I mean, we are, we are, uh, I think, similarly musically minded, something like that. Is that the right way to say that, Tony? Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Yeah. So same thing. Like uh, we could probably go show for show and be like, yep, 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 yep. 
So <laughs> yeah, probably so. I, I, I appreciate you you being out there and being a brother from another mother out in the seats watching the shows. Can we clear something up right out of the gate? Yes. Are you related to little Steven? Oh my gosh, is that, that what? I was waiting for Not someone Ronnie. to pick up on. <laughs> you didn't that. go for like Ronnie or something. Ronnie, like Donnie, Johnny, yeah, <laughs> Mickey. Um, you know, let, let's put it this way: um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I am, but I haven't seen any checks yet. Uh, <laughs> no run-ins at family reunions, so I'll, I'll go with it. Okay, so we'll call you quasi-related. There right. you go. Okay. We, we just happen to spell the last name slightly different. That's all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good because that, that, that throws people off a little. Yeah. So they're not banging on your door asking for autographs. <laughs> all right. Let's get on with this nonsense. Uh, we've got a great show ahead. We're going to find out all the things behind uh, Mr. Michael and uh, just talk about some cool guitar stuff. Right, Billy? Yes. Yes. I love um, guitars. Do we have any announcements? We do. Let's get on with that. We need to thank Road Mics for providing our Road. audio equipment. Uh, we've got a couple of fantastic microphones Road. and a fantastic Rode uh, Caster Pro, which is Road. our big device that is making this happen. So thank you so much to Rode for, for making that cool stuff. Not yes. let, let alone providing it, but Road. just making this. Yeah, it's cool know? stuff. And they've got some new upgraded stuff. Who knows stuff? what kind of garbage we'd be recording off of right now? Mm, I remember. <laughs> yes, I, actually, I take that back. I know what kind of garbage we were. All <laughs> uh, right. So I also had another one that I wanted to bring up. Please do. Well, we get... A lot of things sent into us. I love when we get feedback on our shows. And this is from our friend Stuart George out in ah, Wales. 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 Uh, he says, hi, knobs. Just listened to the podcast. This was uh, one or two ago. Um, he says, there's some really good smaller British guitar brands out there. This is when Tony and I were, oh, were yes. thinking about... Hey, you were there, weren't you, Billy? Yeah, sure, you were there. Yeah, it was like, why can they make really great amps, but not so great yes. guitars? Yes, exactly. Yes. And he says, worth checking out are Trent guitars, mm -hmm. Fidelity guitars, mm. um, Iveson guitars, Kithara guitars. That sounds like Welsh. Mm -hmm. And Ancota, Ancota guitars. Don't know where that, okay. There, so there you go. Let's, uh, Trent, Fidelity, Iveson, Kithara, with a K, and Ancota, A-N-C-O-A-T-A guitars. I've heard of uh, Trent and Fidelity, but I'm not familiar with the other three. Yeah. Uh, a good time to buy from the UK, as our pound is worth about a potato. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, and, and good time to buy, uh, I guess you could say, um, other things. Like, uh, there's some fantastic UK pedal builders out there. Oh, yes. That's one thing. We say, okay, amps, sure. Guitars, so-so. Mm, Pedals, some fantastic pedal builders out oh, there. Oh, yes. So thank you to our friends out in the UK who've, A, been on the show, support our show, and are making things that we can talk about on our show. Hmm. All right. So that's the announcements part. Let's get on with just like dudes talking about stuff. What's going on in our music world this week, Tony? Well, we're going to start with you. Are we? We are. And then oh. we're going to check in with our friend Michael. But we Manzan. never start with me. I know. I thought it might be a nice change of pace. Wow. I feel really, really good about that now. Well, you know, Todd, this week, 
I uh, re- I actually put together um, another one of my Chinese finds from my good friends at DH Gate. <laughs> And this one, I wanted something a little bit different. I can't believe how lucky you get on on that. Like you actually get really good ones. Well, let's whenever let, I'm let's looking be for clear, stuff, I can't find anything. Let's be clear. All right, I, I there are. I mean, I've got about a fifty percent. That's true. Rate <laughs> because yeah, things dogs. get stuff sent. I mean, the, the ones that I've received have actually been pretty good. Right, but there's a lot of times where you. They give you a tracking number, it goes somewhere else, or it's never tracked, or it's wrong, or whatever. I, can I also clarify just really quick, and, and Billy, certainly, and Michael, please weigh in, but, I, you know, on the show, what the whole reason we had the show is to spotlight the boutique builders, the people who are making these things that aren't like, you know, Fender and Gibson and all that, and all that stuff, which make awesome things, but giving the spotlight to those um, who might not usually get it. In doing so, our goal is to support them. Right. Now, the things that Tony's typically getting are things that you can't buy anymore, don't exist, mostly, I'm saying mostly, don't exist because it's like some strange interpretation of a model. Yeah. Or there's just, like, the thing you're going to talk about is like kind of stratospherical cost-wise. It's it's obscure. It's obscure, It's very expensive, yes. and they are only there's only very few made of them. Correct. So it, I, I just want to make it clear so that we're <laughs> not like, you know, saying, "Hey, we support the builders," and P.S. We're going to buy all the cheap guitars. Well, th- well thank you, you know. for that clarification, Todd. I think, it's I think important, that's, it is you know, important because we we do both. Mostly, mostly the supporting the boutique builders. But if you tend to find some pretty neat gems yeah, out I there, I do find some things. So this one, and then he retrofits them with all kinds of boutique stuff. Well, yeah. that, that, that is, is true. That is, I mean, boutique if you, pickups if you, if you, and if you're going and... going to get one of these, plan on replacing everything. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. So tell us what you got. So I, I, I this guitar is based on one of uh, Josh Homme's. Uh, earlier, earlier guitars. Mm-hmm. It, it was a, a model called a Bel Air, and it's basically a th- ES three thirty five, but with a really big upper horn. Right. So it's almost like a big fat semi hollow Tele, I guess you could say. Uh, it's got kind of like a Rickenbacker slash sound hole. Uh, it's got a huge guard on it, um, and this guitar comes they've got a lot of things right on it i'll I'll say that uh the shape and everything like that but they they missed in a couple of places and 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 typically they you know the electronics are eh, mediocre at best um they claim that they put you know grover tuning machines well if these are grover tuning machines i've got the wood is wood the wood is definitely wood. Everything else. The finish is definitely <laughs> finish. <laughs> and the binding is definitely binding. Um, but it's pretty cool. And what my experience with these has been with some setup and some changing out of the p- plastic parts and the electronics, you end up with a pretty decent guitar for not a lot of money. Um, I really liked, I, I wanted to do this project because I've seen p- photos of this guitar. I've never played an actual real one. And uh, I said, well, this would be kind of fun to have one and be able to um, just uh, 
you know, modify it as, as you know, as I saw, as I saw fit. So, um, so this one that I brought in today for, for the guys to look at was, uh, you know, it has new plastics on it. It's uh, got uh, some, some old, you know, some new old stock uh, screen top pickups um that uh that i put some red sparkle underneath the screen and it's a it's a really cool guitar um so i'm i'm pretty happy with the way things are now the one a couple of things that i'm going to change out because there is uh uh i don't like you know some of the the graphics that they used on it and that sort of thing so i'm going to actually paint out the headstock black and i found a repro um V with flags, the you know that they used on Chevy Camaros for small block V's on the on the on the fenders. Yep, and it actually fits right in the same size as the headstock, so that's, that's cool. going to go up there. And then I found a. It would have been on the side of the Camaros too, like the the, yeah. the front quarter panel. Yeah, I believe that's where they put those. Yeah, on the side of the fender. I saw you know what I saw Brian Setzer with one of his Christmas shows playing something like that that's possible yeah, yeah. that's possible yeah. i could never figure out what what model what brand that was but yeah that's that's the guitar so um and then <laughs> then i also found because I, cool. I it's you know technically a bel-air guitar i found there's a uh, a repro um it the mo- the the brand is not bel-air no but the model the of- model of the it, brand of the brand is is called yes. uh, it's a bel-air model mm-hmm. and i found uh there is a um uh, company that does repro um like mid late 50s chevy uh inside dashboard uh logos and things and this is kind of like a script bel air mm-hmm. uh that i'm going to put on the upper because there's nothing else up there at the on the on the upper horn uh, and it's just about the right size to fit right in there. Yeah. So it'll say Bel Air on it. You know, the other thing you can do if that doesn't work out is um, talk to Matt, who did the 3D printing. Oh, for, that's yeah. right. That's so right. You can get that 3D printed at, at any size and have it, um, you know, like uh, plated looking. Yeah. Well, this one would have been on the dashboard of a 57 Chevy Which is Bel-Air. even cooler. So so anyhow, it's just, you know, it's it's something that I do. I can spend a couple hundred dollars and put... And we talked about putting... Uh, but like uh, you know, dashboard radio knobs and the radio knobs and stuff. Yeah. That, you know, so you can have some fun with it without feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin like an almost, you know, a, a pushing ten thousand dollar instrument. You know. Yep. So so anyhow, so that's how I'm having some fun with that. That's it's, cool. It's it's a fun guitar. Like I said, it looks. If you saw, if you're looking at photos, it looks like it's would, much uh, larger than a 335. Yeah, but it actually is the same size as a 335. It just has a larger upper horn. Well, and it's flat. It's not arched. And it's Top. not arched. Yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 it's a flat box. Yes, a slim, a slim flat box. So it fits in a 335 case. Absolutely, that's what that is. Yeah. So very cool. Thanks for sharing, Tony. My pleasure, Todd. Uh, let's see. Let's uh, find out what's going on from Michael. Well, let's see what's been going on in my music week. Um, actually, not a lot associated with gear, but a lot associated with music. Um, you know, recently saw Pearl Jam uh, in concert, wow. and uh, Mr. Mike McCready was sporting a T-shirt of one of my favorite bands, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. <laughs> so that was a nice little high point of the show. Um, and kind of speaking back to, you know, our concert experiences there, Todd, yeah. um, 
I did see The Cult and Black Rebel Motorcycle Club on this last tour, two of my favorite bands, and one bill. So that was pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, you knew that, yeah. though. <laughs> That's yeah. why you said that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, they were great. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Duffy, is he's one of the best. But um, but I have been exploring around with, uh, I picked up an HX Stomp recently. And so recently I have been starting to dive into that and I'm, I'm figuring out where it works best. I'm predominantly a bass player. So uh, there's a lot of it in there that is not for bass. <laughs> um, but what is there isn't too bad. And I'm finding, the, you know, figuring out how to move those uh move those settings around to get a tone that I like. And I'm still trying to figure out if I want to use it for my, uh, my cab sim uh-huh. or if I want to use it for, for effects. So, mm. um, yeah, that's what's been uh, going on here recently. And you have a, an all white, an all white uh, themed pedal board, right? Um, I, I did the last time I played, um, I, I play occasionally, uh, once or twice a month at our local church. And, uh, one of the things that uh, that I did is I was able to uh, put together a couple other pedals that are also white in color. So it just so happened that those were the pedals I was using for for the gig that day. Oh, that's cool. But uh, yeah, the, the HX was I, I was fine getting a white one or uh, a black one. I just didn't want the blue. Yeah, the blue no bueno. The white one's super cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I yep. think that is pretty neato. Um. So that's right on. Thank, well, thank you for sharing that. And um, let's see here. Billy. Yeah, so it's, I've had a busy week with shows and gigs. I saw, um, who did I see? I saw Su- Super Suckers. Yeah, got a cool Super Suckers so, shirt yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, it's got the oh, tiger. Yeah. That's my spirit animal and all that. You know, uh, I saw uh, Electric Six, which is kind of like a disco club crazy rock and roll band. Very entertaining. I saw uh, Agent Orange. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, I had a, I had a surf gig. You know, I bought my I, own band. I got my first four ten cabinet from uh, Agent Orange. Did you really? Yeah, it was a. I think it was a. a trying to think i believe it was a randall but they had they had put <laughs> they'd put like the full-on like iron grate yeah, yeah on yeah. the front but it was painted pink ah. pink <laughs> nice wow yeah and i was like well that's not gonna stay <laughs> wow you bought a black. cabinet that had been on the road with agent orange yeah. whoa was there anything awesome. left of it yeah yeah i mean, yeah. I mean yeah, okay well yeah, that Do was a rowdy show. Were in there? I, I I can't verify if it was actually ran. I know the head that I had at the time. Wow. So yeah, I didn't know what I was doing back then. Yeah, it's risky. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> and then Anyways. I had a Mathematic show. My punk band played yeah. on Monday along with a band from uh, Brooklyn called TVOD, Television Overdose. Nice. Very good band. Look for them. They are it's a really good band. Cool. Very entertaining. Making very waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cool. Doing and things. then before I came over here, I was testing out a Silvertone 1474 50-watt uh, amp. Cool. It's got 212s. Nice. It's smoking. It's got the vibrato, and uh, it did not have the reverb circuit. Wait, did you just Apparently. buy that? I'm going to, yes, yes. Was that, did I'm you find that on Craigslist? No, it's oh, not on Craigslist. I just saw a Silvertone on Craigslist. I was did like, you really? Huh. Yeah. I, no, this is from a personal friend, yeah. Okay. Some of his collection, he's, I, I oh, actually yeah, tested you out a few that. of yeah. those things. Yeah, I'm all, uh, yeah, but um, 
Yeah, I also looked at an AC30. Well, you that also was, had uh, a, uh, a Bastard Sons of Neptune gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was fun. That was the surf gig. Yeah, we played a lot of new tunes too. It was really fun. That's cool. I heard you yeah. played them very loud because your drummer who uh, <laughs> works with me was <laughs> high, highly was not <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had. Well, I asked him before the show. I called him up. I said, he "Should, said I, you were should very I bring the it. big boy rig?" Or should I bring the, you know, small club rig? He said, it's a, it's a big club, bring the big boy rig. And so, yeah, two 15-inch carbon neodymium speakers oh that are God. rated for 600 watts. Yeah. Uh, coupled with an Eden 350 tube head. Sitting about a foot away from the Sitting, drummer. like, right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, all and, I could hear was the room. He we was, played Rumble. We went to play Rumble. And all he could hear was rumble, yeah. literally. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't even start the, the song and, together. And he was flanked by the, a twin, a Fender <laughs> yeah, twin. Flanked Ooh. by two, you know, Fender twins, yeah. Ooh. So, and, uh, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By two of the loudest players in town. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was balls out. Yeah, <laughs> you've had a great couple of weeks. And thank you for yes. coming to both of my shows. I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah, the week before. Wow. Wow. Yeah. We saw Valentino's. We saw uh, Soraya, who was a, a rising uh, pop Philly. song. Yeah. Rock song on the pop charts. Yeah. 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 They're so on Joan Jett's Good album. stuff. Yeah. 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 Or uh, record label. Yeah. Anyways, cool. Uh, well, for me. What about you, of, Todd? Well, we're tired. There's a whole lot of music talk going on mm. right now actual music talk Haley and the crushers i saw them too yeah like, yeah I, I, they, they were on our we shared the bill with them they were super fun yeah um so let's see here um i actually yesterday just finished up recording i think was that yesterday i think that was yesterday yeah that was yesterday finished up recording uh our latest set of tracks and i was putting on uh the just a couple of extra you know tracks and nuances uh, on these and it was kind of fun because we recorded the like the base uh the foundation tracks on the the marshall which i did a little um uh instagram uh, reel of sharing out like why we're using certain mics and all that stuff it was kind of fun um but for this one to kind of sit um kind of on top of that a little bit or and just give it more dimension um, we actually used his 65 baseman dimed, mm. dimed. It was loud out there, but I was on, in the control room playing. So <laughs> nice. Um, and I complimented that at times, uh, either with the, uh, I gotta, I really need, will somebody please tell me how to say this, the serite, seriatone, seriat, seriatone, centaur, uh, uh, Centura, it's the whatever, the, cl- the fake clone. Yeah, it's the clone clone that looks like the that. Actually, clone. looks like it, but it's a oh. seriatone or seriatone. But I do this every time. I just need to figure out how to say it. Um, so it, either that, uh, for just some really like bitey, it just gave us like this super like almost like b- glass bite, which is kind of cool sitting on top of. A highly driven guitar, and and then also uh, with the Blamo Shrew, uh, which that is a fantastic pedal. Seriously, if you are are at all considering um, 
expanding on your own rat collection in any way, shape, or form, or if you've never had a rat and maybe you just want to try something slightly different, um, it it's a great pedal, very versatile, and I mean that thing is. Uh, he put a lot. We, you know, we had him on the show before, Blackman Electronics, and one thing that that he kind of his flag in the sand is uh, my pedals have to be quiet like mm. really 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 low noise floor and with something that's driving that hard especially through a dime damp that was really important and even john was like man i think it's really quiet hmm. uh so we got all the sounds we needed and uh tried we had a whole bunch of pedals on the floor it was, cra- it was kind of fun um Anyways, so that was, I had a, you know, a nice couple of, uh, well, at least last week. We're just talking about this last week. That's a good feeling. I mean, yeah, it was great. So now it's on to mixing and mastering and, oh, but man, just the playback on it. I just get, I got goosebumps. I recorded it. I played it for the rest of the band and my kids and my arm hair was standing straight up because that's all I have left. So you guys have <laughs> some good songs and they perform them live spectacularly. Thank you. I mean, that was really Thank you. Good. I appreciate yeah, that. Dead on. All right. Uh, we got to get on to our four on the floor. But first, Tony. So, Todd, you mentioned earlier that you were recording in the studio. Yes. And you mentioned that you had a whole bevy of pedals on the floor. Yes. How did you connect all those pedals together? Well, I used patch cables, specifically Tour Gear Design patch cables Ah, because the patch cable of the professionals possibly uh because of their various lengths and orientations and flatness and flatness so the c-shape one yes uh going from top to top top to top pedal top pedal jack to top pedal jack or the s-shape so going from a top pedal to or from a side jack very clever, very clever design. And it didn't break the bank either. Really? And you don't have to break the bank. You can go to tourgeardesigns.com, load up your cart, because you're going to. Yeah, Trust absolutely. me, when you get there, you're going to be like, I need a bunch of these. Yes. Then when you uh, are able to do the coupon code, put in the guitar knobs, all one word, and you're going to save 10% on your order. 10%. 10%. They're going to ship from the nice folks up in Canada, Tour Gear Designs. We want to say a huge thank you to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Billy, why don't you give us? Belt it. You got vocal lessons. Do it. Okay. Go. Ready? Go. Let me get a little of this. Let me get a little of this. Let, let me get a little of this. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do Okay. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do a new it. technique. Bring I was going to scream it. it. Let me get a little bit of this. <laughs> 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 one, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Michael Van Zandt, Grand Poobah, tell us your four on the floor. Okay, this one took uh, a quite a bit of thought here because, you know, uh, I'm a collector. I have a lot of pedals. I like pedals. I like the gear. So it's like, ooh, shiny object. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So um, first, I have to have a pedal that's going to really set the tone. And that could come in the form of a, uh, uh, you know, an amp in a box or something along those times. And here recently, I've been using a pedal that was custom made, uh, believe it or not, for me. I am one of only, I believe, three people that have this pedal. It's from a local builder here in St. Louis. Uh, and I don't even think he's building pedals anymore. Oh. It's called the Model A. It's Honest Pedals 
uh, Model A, and it is essentially an Ampeg in a box, and it's more of the classic flip-top Ampeg. <clears throat> it, um, but it, but it can drive. You can get start getting some of that uh, classic Ampeg tone, a uh, little bit of breakup with it, and uh, I use that just really as my as my set the tone, my always on pedal. Nice. Uh, um, and, and incidentally, in the past, I was using the the barefoot blueberry bass overdrive, which is kind of the same thing, but it was that one was designed to be more of an SVT style amp, and I, I love that that pedal. I still have it, and I'll still go back to it every now and again. But uh, that honest uh, Model A is really that's really been there for quite a while now. Next, um, uh, I, I love fuzz um, that. You know, Billy, you said that the tiger is your spirit animal. Well, fuzz is mine. <laughs> um, and uh, do you find you know, that it's difficult to, um, with bass, to get a fuzz that doesn't make it make it sound the same every time? Yeah, I do, and that's why I have so many different fuzz pedals, and why I, I'm always keep I always keep trying different ones. Um, I'll use different pedals with different gear, different bases. If I know I'm going to use a particular amp, um, I'll, I'll redo a pedal board just for, you know, that, that show, um, or that purpose, I should say. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll run the gamut from, uh, you know, big muffs. I got a lot of different variants of big muffs. Um, but the one that is one of my absolute favorite pedals is, uh, uh, the low, uh, super fuzz from Aisha. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, I have that I've, one too. Uh, okay. Yeah. And that it is, is a, a big, yeah. big pedal. And I don't mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds like a, a behemoth. Yeah. Yep. It, 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 yeah. Small footprint. Um, and I've got one of the custom art ones, um, got in touch with her and, and she let me pick one that, uh, that they did. And, uh, Man, is it a fantastic pedal! Um, kind of have to rein it in, you know, with bass too. You know, yeah. I've, I've got uh, on guitar as well. Yeah, you yeah, can so. you can probably blow out your your speakers if you're not careful. Yeah, uh, and, and that speaks to that because she's also a bassist. You know, mm -hmm. she keeps that in mind, and when she's building these pedals, and you know, we talked about this one as we were going back and forth about you know, and that was one of my main first questions. How does it work with bass? And, you know, it was a gimme. It works fantastic with bass, but it is huge. So I, I do have to rein it in. Um, and I use it sparingly. I, I'm not a, always on with the fuzz, um, you know, for the kind, kind of stuff that I play out is much more, you know, even keel type of music. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, when I'm, when I'm in the basement just exploring different tones and playing along to things, yeah, that one gets the nod a lot too. Nice. Hey, just really quick, uh, two things that I'd like to tack onto that. Number one, uh, Low Sounds was recently in a mm -hmm. uh, nasty accident, and um, yep, uh, they're on Lauren uh, Lauren Audio. If you go to Instagram and check out Lauren Audio, L A U R E N Audio, they've set up a link where you can not only help them out, but you get entered into a raffle to win some pretty freaking awesome pedals. Oh yeah, uh, so I think. Uh isn't uh, doesn't John have uh, have a pedal in there? I believe so. Um, there are there are a few that in there. I was like, oh geez, I I would love to have that. Um, but mm -hmm. I more importantly, um, you know, want to help Aisha. Yeah, yep. yeah. So um, she's uh, a great addition to our community. And if you get a second, please go over. And um, any love you can share, please do. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention 
was in, in, in as a collector and in search of pedals specifically for bass, often made by bass players. Red Noise uh, in Atlanta is actually he's a bass player and he's the one that makes the Stone Blender, uh, which is a variable. Uh, fuzz is like five fuzzes kind of in one. But what's really interesting is his, his, he was on, oh gosh, I don't, Tony, can you look that up while I'm talking? Uh, he, his particular pedal, which he was, he makes them all by hand in his garage. Um, and they're, they sound fantastic. Every single person that I've let borrow that, that pedal has been really blown away by it. And that's called the stone bender, the stone blender. Blender. Yeah, and um, but he he does a variety of other ones, um, and he, he's a very experimental um, noise bass player, and a really really great guy. And um, it, I just bring that up because as a bass player to another bass bass player, he might say, "Oh wow, actually, I could you know maybe you guys can work together on something." I don't know. I'm putting oh, things out there that may or may not work in the universe, but you know, wherever <laughs> I can hook somebody up, I, I try to, but, um, really cool stuff that he does out there. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the thing. That's one of the, actually one of the things I love about the show is that you discover these builders this way, as opposed to going out and buying something, uh, you know, just, uh, this is a standard off the shelf fuzz pedal from a, a you know, large builder, large yeah. company. So, yeah. and, and I like the fact that the, the custom builders will find different variants of fuzz pedals. Not everything is a fuzz face. Not everything's a big, big muff. Right. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I remember what the thing is about the, um, the uh, stone blender. There's a knob on it. It is a D-clip knob. And so you can select one of four diode uh, characters as well as having volume, fuzz, and tone in this. Um, and they all light up with different color LEDs. It's really, mm -hmm. really, it's a fun pedal. But then there's a D-clip, which is, so you can keep the character and the sound and the tone and of that particular diode selection, but not have to be stuck with, I, I guess, for lack of better terms, well, it's the clip. It's the clipping character. So you mm -hmm. can adjust the clipping character, but keep that kind of, tonal aspect of it which is a really cool uh aspect of that and I, it makes it just so versatile nice yeah that's cool yeah and i, you I get just looked it up builder, so everybody go out there and do that all right wow yeah i, I just looked it up when you're talking about it that is a cool looking pedal <laughs> it really is yeah. and it sounds great i mean it's one thing if yeah. things look cool but i i mean it is a great sounding pedal yeah. anyways please continue uh, okay, so number three is going to be a drive pedal uh, of some kind, uh, drive, um, dirt, nasty boost, whatever you want to call it. Um, and my go-to for quite a while, and it has a permanent spot on my board most of the time, is the ZVEX uh, Super Duper mm. uh, with the Concert Bass Mod. Old school. I, I had... Yeah, I, I had the stand. I have a regular Super Duper. I, I lucked out. I, I found a, a used Guitar Center steel on a hand-painted Super Duper. 
Um, so that one's going to stay in the, in the, in the drawer forever. Um, but then when I saw them doing the concert base mod and obviously it's based off of the, I shouldn't say, obviously it's based off of the sun, uh, concert base amp. And so <laughs> doing the concert base mod, they, uh, market that pedal for bassists and maybe some doom players, people who are playing in loner tunings. Um, but I, I absolutely love that pedal. Um, it's, it's awesome. Nice. Um, oh, and, and honorable mentioned uh, just a couple of episodes ago, you had someone mentioning the looking glass pedal yeah. uh, by shoe. I've got one of those and it, it was on my board for a while. Really? Uh, I really like that pedal too. Yeah. Um, I got, I've got a ton of pedals that were made and designed for guitarists, but I use them on my bass and I find a way to make them work. And, and quite honestly, if they turn out to be, you know, maybe way too bright and they, and they just, you know, cut out all of my, my low end tone, then, yeah, then I move on and I, I, I try something else. But, um, but yeah, sometimes I find things that just work and, and again, they're not always on, but maybe they turn out to be, uh, just what a, a particular part of a song needs. Very cool. Indeed. I, I will say, um, on, uh, within that realm, uh, my bass player, I turned him on to the Dr. No Colossus, mm. which is great with bass and it has a octave, uh, uh, like a, it's like an octave bleed, I think it's called. And I could be wrong, but, um, but it also has a mix so you can dial in your, uh, your, your, uh, clean mix versus your, your, I guess, you know, wet or dirty, into right. it. it's that's a great pedal as well for bass if other if people are trying to do you know effective and very useful and um colorful sounding drives for bass i would love to get some dr no gear um his wah pedals the you know the holy oh, guacamole, the guacamole is, is incredible yeah i would if, if i could sell a kidney or something and buy one of those that'd be awesome yeah uh, um, let's see here. Uh, number four. Uh, number four. It's not something I do a lot, but modulation. Uh, I use it sparingly. And, man, I was really, uh, really torn. I do have the Red House uh, Heat Wave trim uh, from Mike. Mm -hmm. And I love that pedal. But I have to go with one of my earliest pedals that I ever bought and that has been on my board before in its original form and now in its new uh, mini pedal form. And that is the small stone phase shifter. Mm. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think Tony, you were kind of ripping on it uh, a few episodes back, but uh, partially part exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. For that reason. <laughs> and believe it or not, we, you know, going back to my early days, we actually used that sound to introduce a song you know we use that <laughs> that excessive no whooshing noise for a song mm -hmm. um but you know for bass again it's it's subtlety you know so it's not like anything over the top and i can yeah. turn up the rate on that thing and almost use it a little bit like a tremolo uh, tremolo yeah um uh so that's that's typically how i'll use that and that's how i was using it until I got the heat wave. And, and now if I really want to use trim, I'll use the heat wave. But uh, given the history that I've had with that phase shifter, that uh, that occupies a spot on my four on the floor. Fantastic, Sweet. man. Sweet. That's a do, great uh, four on I the can floor. Relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. now, what, now what about utility pedals? Do those count as four or not? Mm, yeah, go ahead and throw one in. Compression. Uh, you know, a bass player's, one of bass player's best friends is a comp. 
Um, yeah. And so I've got the uh, Keeley Basist Comp that I've been using hmm. uh, and for a while. But I've used a few different comps. But uh, here's one of the things that I don't know if many people do is that I actually run my comp at the end of my chain. Um, mm-hmm. I had been using it at the front of the chain to really just tighten the tone uh, so I could get it uh, nice and tight for some of the pedals I would use, like if I'm putting fuzz at the front or if I used a wah. Um, but I actually really have now found that I like it at the end of the chain because I'm getting the tone that I want out of the pedals as it goes through the chain, and then the comp just simply fill, you know, funnels it down and, and then sends it to the mix. Mm-hmm. Nice. You use, a, you use a limiter too? Nope. Nope. No limiter. Okay. You got the touch. No you got limit. the magic touch on the fingers. That's, that's for, that's for, <laughs> yeah. Limiters yeah. for kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, quite frankly, I, I don't play slap or anything like that. And, no. uh, okay. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. I yeah, like fair it. Enough, fair enough. So, what, what guitars or basses are you playing? What, what are you playing through of all those pedals? Um, most of the time, most of my basses are, um, fenders. Um, you know, I, I'll play the P bass. I've got two or three P basses, um, a couple of different variants and then, um, you know, a jazz bass, uh, and a Jaguar bass. Those are probably my, my go-tos. I have a, a few non fenders as well, but, um, that's generally what I'm playing. It's either a jazz bass or, a, or a, uh, uh, or my P bass. Now my Jaguar bass has actually got the jazz pickups and it. it's one of the made in Japan bases from several years ago. And so instead of playing an actual jazz bass, I'll play my Jag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. And now I, when that, uh, bass came out, I thought that was a really cool option. And mm-hmm. especially with the, you know, by putting the jazz bass pickups in it, I, you know, that, you know, they, I mean, I guess they could have gone away the way of doing, you know, like a more of a traditional, you know, Jaguar style pickup with just four pole pieces, but you know, uh, does it have PJ or just, uh, two the, jazz, the new two, ones two do. Jazz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. The Jaguar bases that you find now are PJs, but yeah. this is from, um, this is from the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, gotcha. mine's a, a burst model. Uh, they do come stock with a, a, a pre in them. So if I wanted to, to put the battery in there, I could, I could play it active, but I, I play it passive. Oh, cool. Very cool. I dig it. Very cool, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your four on the floor and, and all those other things. We we just kind of rolled into the bass, which is cool. Um, and Billy also plays bass, you know, uh, so he naturally wants to know all that good stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bassists unite. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, hey, talking about that, maybe you'd like to share with the rest of the people out there who might be bassists or or and even rolling into guitars. Like, what is some of the gear that you have found that have have been sort of like your your go to weapons or your even super secret ones that you, you don't necessarily drag out all the time, but you're like, this is the thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, the, what I thought was going to be a secret weapon has actually turned out to be something that I did not bond with at all. And that's a Rickenbacker or Rickenbacker <laughs> or <laughs> backer is correct. Backer, backer is correct. Is, I know I did that for you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I bought a Rick and I, I spent, I don't know how many hours with it. 
Um, and the only thing I didn't do was, was connect the Rica sound. I didn't really have a way of doing that. So, um, and I just tried all kinds of different configurations. I tried it through different amps, through different pedals and man, for some reason it, it just, it just didn't bond with me. And I was partially disappointed because I really, really wanted to, to play a Rick. Um, and, and so, you know, and I, and I will say that there's a lot of people, very few people, I mean, Getty Lee is probably the only well-known bass player that jumps back and forth between Ricks and, and jazz basses and that sort of thing. But it's almost like two different camps and mm. definitely two different sounds because, uh, you know, a Rick generally speaking is much brighter than, uh, just about any other, uh, bass out there, I would say. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. depending on how you play it though. Well, I mean, okay. you know, it can be, I, I just call the sound clanky. Because it, because it has that clank of the fr- you can so you can cool s- hear the oh, man. the frets you know clanking against the strings, <laughs> but then yeah, you also I, have I you there's like a there's also a nice low rumble to the tone too. So yeah. it's like this it's like both. It's like this rumble and a clank, you know. And, and like I think that speaks to the 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 rig that you're playing it through too. Because yeah. I'm not playing it through a large cab. I'm not playing it through a 15 inch sub on it. So maybe yeah, maybe the, the way the rest of my gear just kind of kept it from really shining. But you know, mm. you know, I've seen other musicians play uh, Ricks and man, they sound great. And I'm like, all right, cool, let's try. So it, it, it was more, more the sound than the playability, and you know, that you you didn't bond with. Y- yeah, it was. Yeah, it was mostly the the sound um, playability. I was I was looking at getting rid of the uh, the pickup cover and getting one of those uh, concave uh, thumb rests to put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but but since I just didn't really bond with the the guitar and, and it just didn't give me the tone that I was looking for, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend anything else on it. I I, I, I want to use it uh, to trade for for something. Else. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, and I Fair think, enough. and I think that's, I mean, because there's, there's obviously there, there will always be somebody that wants, you know, a nice Rick bass, and if you can get something that you want more than that, then they're so expensive. Well, I, mean, I got depends. lucky in buying mine. I really did. It's one of the walnut uh, bases mm. with the uh, with the maple neck. Yeah, uh, I love a maple neck on a guitar. That's it's that gives me the the feels. Um, so yeah. I'm not saying they shouldn't be by expensive, I'm, but but you know it's like. But by comparison, I mean if you if you look at an American-made instrument, which they yeah, still no, no, are, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, it's fair. Is it fair? <laughs> it's fair. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, oh man. Um, you know, I do have. It's a. Uh, it's it's my workhorse of a bass. Um, several years ago, after I had you know quit playing for a while and then started back up. Uh, I didn't have hardly any gear left. Uh, I hadn't saved anything. And so whenever I went out to buy a bass, I just went to my local, my my local music shop and I'm like, all right, here's how much I'm going to spend. What do you got? And, uh, I bought a, uh, this would have been also in the early two thousands, uh, probably very early two thousands, a, uh, Dean edge Q4. Uh, it's a Korean made Dean. Uh, it's 24 frets. It has, um, uh, EMGs in it. And what I loved about it was the EMGs were super quiet. I love the versatility. I can get some awesome jazz bass tone out of this thing. I can get some thump out of this. 
and I suspect if I could play slap bass, it would slap amazingly. Um, the thing about this thing is it's always in tune. I can let that bass sit for months and I go pick it up and plug it in and it rocks. Hmm. You know, a lot of people dump on, you know, lower priced gear, but, you know, I've got that Dean that's, that's, a, I'll never get rid of it. It's, it's fantastic little bass. Um, I've got a couple squires, you know, and I love them. They're so much fun. So yeah, that one, that one probably has a special spot for me, but, uh, probably the one that is, uh, above all, uh, is I've got a, uh, uh, it's the precision plus, uh, the P base plus, uh, you, you mentioned the, the Bel Air Tony earlier, mm-hmm. you know, this, uh, P base plus was known for, uh, the extended horn. It was called the boner bass. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mine's in a blue burst. It uh, has rosewood neck, and it's a PJ, and it has a series parallel uh, switch on it. Tone control is a TBX, so you can roll off. You know, you can do the bass cut or treble cut on it. Um, and uh, that bass used to belong to a friend of mine from high school and college who has since passed. And so not only is it a great sounding bass, a great playing bass, but... Um, you know, it's got a lot of personal connection uh, for me and, and my friend uh, John, who is who's no longer with us. Is that like a late '80s bass? And what color? Yeah, yep. yeah, it's yeah, it's um, anywhere from '85 to like '89. Yep. And uh, oddly enough, mine's in a blue burst, and I think Fender came out with what they're maybe calling like a midnight burst in some of their newer uh, basses here lately and, and uh, guitars. And it is similar to the blue burst, but it goes from black. Uh, to blue. Okay. Okay. And it's not a bright blue either. It's, it's a nice, uh, nice mellow, mellow blue. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. I'm, yeah, me too. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the bass. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, you're talking about guitars you do, you do play a fair amount of guitar, correct? Uh, describe fair amount. I'm lucky if I remember three chords, Todd. Okay, so maybe not a fair amount. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you you have like sort of your special guitar? Yeah, uh, I do. Um, Or I actually got it from uh, my drummer uh, at church. Um, It's a uh, made in Japan, made in Japan, uh, sixty-two Tele Deluxe burst with uh, binding. And uh, got it from him for 250 bucks. And this guitar is fantastic. I love it. Um, I've swapped out the pickups in it, or the bridge pickup. It's got uh, a Seymour Duncan uh, stacked hum in it. Uh, but I'm thinking I'm going to take that out and maybe go back to, to standard. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's a great guitar. And it, it has a huge dent in the side of it. Um, <laughs> and... To me, that just makes it all that much more special, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Plus, yeah. if something already has a dent in it, then you're not afraid to play it. And right. Exactly. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Rip it up. Yeah. And that's what I do. You know, um, I've got a few guitar amps as well. And so I'll, you know, I'll sit down in my music room and uh, plug that in and just make some noise. And, you know, since I play bass predominantly, you know, I, the way I play guitar 
is really sloppy because if I try to finger pick, I'm trying to play it like a bass player. Um, so I force myself to use a pick. I've actually been forcing myself to play more with a pick on bass as well. Hmm. Um, but on bass, I'll, I can do either. I can play finger style or or pick. But um, but yeah, with guitar, I'm I'm purposely trying to um, you know to to learn to play with a pick better. Um, you know, the finger picking is is eh, it's a little bit too much for me. Hmm. And my fretting hand is just like all over the place, you know, because I'm used to uh, pushing down some fat strings and hear, the, hear these little tiny strings. Come on. How do you guys do that? <laughs> Push them through the back of the neck. Yeah. I know, man. Gorilla grip. And that's what, uh, that's what Chase calls me. Man, dude, you got to stop with the gorilla grip, dude. Do, do, you, do you fret so hard that uh, it, it goes sharp? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but well, I'm playing all like almost entirely power chords pretty yeah. fast and i have a lot of changes i'm not like doing a typical like three chord thing i'm like kind of yeah yeah plus todd has you know some pretty sizable muscles on his arms so you know yes. so michael when you started playing bass did you did you start by um just finger uh style or did you, um, you I, did you start using the pick i started with a pick yeah, um okay. when i first started this was back in high school um uh I'll, I'll tell you about my very first bass. That was a uh, a Vox hollow body. It's the Vox uh, Sidewinder Four. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had one of those. Ooh, oh man, I loved that bass. I, I, a little neck heavy, you know, know right? Uh, oh, neck narrow, no, Skip, not neck the neck narrow, and it, or the yeah, tuners. It, it was the headstock. Yeah, was the, the headstock weighs as much as the body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and pencil thin neck. Yeah, uh, so it was great fun to play it. You know, I mean, it's a terrible <laughs> bass to. To, to really kind of play with, but when it's your first band and that's what it looks like, and it, you know, it had a onboard electronics, it had onboard distortion, oh, yeah, uh, G tuner, and all this other stuff, man. It was, uh, yeah, it, it was pretty wicked. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, so I didn't know any better, you know, having I didn't take any music lessons or anything like that, so uh, you know, I just like, all right, here's a pick, here's the strings, start hitting them hard, and that's yeah. what I was doing, man, yeah. I could see that with that bass, yeah. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you wish you had it back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, I, I still constantly look for that bass, and and it's out there. You can find them, but you know, I, I kind of like I alluded to. It's and even Tony said this a while back. You know, it was one of those made in Italy voxes, and so it's not the absolute best uh, you know equipment out there, but. I would love to have one more for the nostalgia standpoint than anything else. I don't know that I'd use it much. Um, I've got a couple other hollow bodies that that sound really good. Um, so, yeah, it'd be nice to have, but I I almost kind of like the story about it better than having it. <laughs> right. And I got a, I got a picture or two. My first strap for that thing was a camera strap. I found the picture and I'm like, Do I, is that a camera <laughs> strap on that thing? Wow. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sad. And the only reason why I play bass is because my best friend had bought a guitar before me. <laughs> it's like we were putting together a band. He's like, well, I, I bought a guitar, so why don't you play bass? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love it. Did you play yeah. them all through the same amp, too, in the living room? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. At least we had our own amps. Okay. Um, yeah, but, but even those were, you know, cheap and crappy. Oh, yeah. So, like those everybody else, man, you know, that that's the way you do it. That's... I, I try to encourage, I, I've got a, a teenage son and you know, I've got all this gear and I'm like, Hey man, anytime you want to just make noise, let me know. 
you know, all of this is at your disposal. And, uh, you know, he's an athlete. Um, you know, he, he looks like a surfer. And if we lived on, on one of the coasts, he would be in a wetsuit and surfing probably. But, uh, here in the Midwest, you know, he's your football, basketball track guy and, uh, just turned 16. So he's, you know, driving, go to see the girl, all that stuff. And, you know, still, if it's there, if he ever gets the urge, the gear is here for you, buddy. Nice. I can support that. I'm, I, all my girls play instruments and actually only one of them is, is, is doing the bass. Actually. She, she plays stinky, the bass. Stinky. Yeah. Stinky. <laughs> she doesn't play stinky. She plays stinky, the bass. Yeah. See, the thing is, yeah, <laughs> stinky, the bass. Um, the more I, I, I figure the more I reference stinky at some point in time, it'll be worth something. <laughs> 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 I commit it to, to, uh, uh, pop lore now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it is actually a pretty f- nice place, uh, nice place to play. I should, you know, Billy, I should bring in Stinky for you to check out. Stinky, I think you like Stinky. What what is it? Stinky Tuscadero. Stinky is, I believe, it's an eighty-two um, PV uh, Fury, but oh. it's the, it's the <laughs> uh, it's the the yeah. OG um, PV logo not the block style yeah, yeah and it's a fury and script with the outline on the headstock ah, i know and the it's, base. and it's white with a white pick guard wow with a maple neck nice Ooh. And, oh and it's nice. straight as an arrow wow. and i mean it's a, it, but the, the reason it's called stinky for the, i remember this brief refresh yeah. is that at, at some <laughs> point in time it was probably just stuck in a basement or something just kind of <laughs> with it with the uh the lid open because it just reeked of cigarettes and beer and pretty sure i'm i'm pretty sure cat urine mm, yeah oh what a nice combination sometimes the glue <laughs> and the lining would like uh like smell like pickles maybe that's it maybe that's it it's, glue it's, that it's a very back. off yeah. Smelling thing, but yeah. I've aired it out over the years, and it's oh, it's that Mississippi pickle glue. Yeah, Mississippi pickle glue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the shampoo I bought today. Yeah, it, it said it was infused with apple cider, ah. apple cider vinegar, and I'm like, well, that sounds like it could get kind of stinky. But yeah, you know, anyway. So How you did it, it anyway. It's part of well, the paint. Maybe it's uh, an agent that they used in the paint. Gee, your for hair smells bit. terrific. Uh, uh, well, maybe we'll yeah. use that to clean out uh, Todd's bass guitar case. <laughs> I, I tried a lot of different things. I tell you that. Anyways, um, so Michael, tell uh, if you wouldn't mind. Um, I, I know that you're an, a great advocate of music. You're a great advocate of the builders out there. Can you maybe just uh, share a little bit about why you are, um, why you're enamored with it and why, you know, like what, what is the, what is the draw specifically with the builders? Let's go there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, it, it, it's a connection of the creation, um, I haven't built a guitar pedal. I haven't put together a, a, a guitar, uh, haven't built an amp. You know, I've taken, taken stuff apart to see how they work. And, you know, I swapped speakers and amps and things like that. But to, to build these pedals, uh, the creativity that goes into it, in my opinion, is some, that's an art in itself. And then when you're talking about designing the, uh, the aesthetics of the pedals as well, 
uh, its its function and its fashion. Uh, you want it to stand out and be attractive. Um, those are the things that that I look at, and and the people that are doing that. I know it's they're putting in their their hard time, uh, effort, and money. And you know, most people want something for nothing, but I, I feel like I. <laughs> yeah. And there are chicks for free. Yeah. Um, and I, and I feel like I recognize that there's a lot that goes into these things and it's worth supporting them. Um, you know, I, I, I wish I was in your shoes with you guys being able to play out and gig on a regular and frequent basis. But for me, it's more of a rarity these days. And so I've kind of become more of the collector and supporting as best I can by buying their, their wares. So, you know, I'll give you an example with Aisha and, um, you know, and Grant and Karen at Big Ear, you know, I, I think, I think I've got one of every pedal that, that Grant has put out. Um, That's awesome. Do I, do I use them all? No. Um, but you know, one time I was traveling for work, I was in Nashville and I had one of his loaf pedals and it had crapped out on me. So I got a hold of him and I'm like, Hey man, you know, this, this, what, what do you, what do you want to do here? You know? And he's like, get it to me. I'll fix it. I'll make it right. And so I, I shipped it ahead of time. And then knowing that I was going to be down there, I was able to actually meet him and meet up with him and talk with him. And, um, you know, it really demonstrates how genuine and real these these builders, these people are that that put so much effort into it that I myself, I feel compelled to, to help out. And, and that's another reason why I'm, I'm a patron, why I'm a supporter of the show. You know, early on, the the idea of your show, Todd, really connected with me because I really did think that if you were in St. Louis, I could be, you know, I could be doing this with you. You know, that kind I of agree. Thing. <laughs> um, and, and so. You know, that's that's kind of what drives me to help support uh, the show and builders and, and try and contribute back to the community as best I can. Awesome. Well, that's very well put. And um, yeah, I mean, if you're if you do ever make it out this way, I know that you will look us up. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so far, so far as Cincinnati is about as far as I've gotten over into. Oh, no. You know what? We were, I, we were in Columbus and. Did the whole Columbus Zoo and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I was introduced to, to Cincinnati, uh, Ohio Chili earlier on in my life. And <laughs> <laughs> that's a love hate relationship. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> People love to hate it's it. It's got some chocolate. It's got chocolate. Cinnamon. Chocolate yeah. And cinnamon. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it might as well be a dessert. Hmm. Is well, it a dessert, for, is it a you, dessert? Is it a spaghetti? What yeah, is it? you it's serve a, it on spaghetti. It's Cincinnati like, chili. Pasta, antipasta, what is it? Yeah. It's uh, the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, um, I, I do. Uh, I'm going to ask if you have any before we let you go, because I know you, you have a lot of you got a lot of gear. And um, and I know that you are choiceful with that gear. If I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a chance. It, heaven forbid anything happen. But if you had to run out of your house, <laughs> oh um, my gosh, to maybe maybe to board a flight to to move to Tahiti for free because that happens to some people. <laughs> and you had to grab a guitar, a pedal, a guitar and a pedal. What would you grab? 
and you can mix it. That doesn't have to be bass. bass. Think it is, anything. Might, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's going to be a bass. I'll, I'll grab a bass. Um, it, it it would be the 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 P bass plus. That would be the first one yeah. um, that I would go to. Again, has a lot to do with the instrument that it is, and the the rest of it, and the story that goes with it. So that would definitely you have to leave everything there. behind. Yeah, it, it would it would hurt. It would <laughs> that would be really bad. But I would grab that bass. And what pedal? Um, what pedal? Uh, man, what pedal? You know, I, I love fuzz so much. So I would probably grab. Uh, man, uh, I have a uh, a black Russian. Um, that uh, no, I, I would I would probably grab uh, Aisha's pedal. Yes. Good choice. Yeah, that's probably good would. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could go with a more variable pedal, like, oh, I could grab the grab the stomp and play all this other stuff, but but you went sentimental. But that's yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's what most of us would probably end up doing, assuming we have yeah, a yeah. sentimental tied to some of the gear. Which yeah, that's kind of what this is all about, and in, in not all about, but uh, a, a lot about, I will say. Yeah. It may start out as a utility thing. I need a thing to make a sound. But the more you get into this, the more you actually start to get, like, find attachments and, and mm-hmm. make those connections with yeah. the builders and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, do, do I get to grab an amp, too? Sure. All right. Um, I'm, I've got an AC-15. It's one of the uh, UK models. It's the uh, uh, TBX-2. Um so I'm gonna grab my AC15. What does that stand for? The TBX2. Uh, it's got twin tens in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, right now I've got two Celestian Golds in it, and uh, whoa, yeah, it, nice. Yeah, it, it pretty put, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it so pushes. The, yeah, the TB. I think does the TB stand for top boost? There you you know, I, it may have, but it doesn't have a top boost channel. Oh, it doesn't. Uh, at least, okay. at least I don't think so. I, I have to run downstairs and look. Does it have but a tone so. cut? Patechiometer on it? Now you're going to make me look it up online or something. <laughs> that's all right. That's yeah, all right. the UK you, ones usually did have the, the, the cut, the yeah, cut yeah, that yeah, people yeah. don't understand. I was, I was looking at AC30 yeah. uh, uh, from the 70s, Dallas Arbiter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it all yeah. hand-wired. It was all hand-wired, but... Yeah, this was the era where it was a, kind of a hybrid. It's got, uh, you know, it's got a PCB on it. Uh, this is Marshall was actually building them at this time. I think it was. Um, so it's got a PCB along with it for like all the controls, but then everything else is tube. Cool, man. Too yeah, cool. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it has been a joy talking with you, Michael. If you're running out of the house, is the AC 30 lighter than the AC or is, is the AC 15 lighter than an AC 30? Well, with two speakers, it's about going to be about the same. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're really and running goals. slow from the house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. You a, might that's miss your airplane amp. to the island. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. I'm, I'm gonna have to take Maybe a cargo. Sorry, I just to had to go back and revisit. I was thinking. I was. Yeah, I was just picturing this in my head. Yes. You know, as you're running out the door. Okay. Well, Thank Michael, you. I stand by my former statement, which is <laughs> it has still been a joy talking with you. <laughs> we want to keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm good. Let's do it. No, it is really, it's about the conversation, you know, um, you know, all the time it tends to be more conversational and, and you relate things to a more personal level. So, um, again, that's one of the reasons why I gravitated to the show to begin with and why I've stuck with it for so long. 
Thank you, man. Nice. Yeah, it means a lot. Yeah. It truly well, that's does. kind of yeah. the, the goal is to, you know, just a bunch of guys sitting around talking about guitars and gear. Yeah. And that's it, it's you know. every time that my best friend and I are together, it's what we're doing. We're talking about uh, gear probably like 90% of the time, and the other 10% it's about uh, either bourbon or beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's uh, you know, you heard why, you know, when Billy got pulled on, it was like, I, I, you know, I don't know how much of that story you got, but I'm, we were at the local guitar show, Tony and I were talking and we're walking, watching Billy kind of run around and pop up here and there. And then he comes, Hey man, I just got this really cool bass. But, you know, <laughs> hey, Billy, in my head, Billy is auto from the Simpsons. Auto man. And, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> hey dude, check out this bass I got. Check it out. It's okay looking, but the play is good. <laughs> 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 and uh anyways so we were talking about that and then then he like kind of skipped away and <laughs> then he comes back with another hey check out this check one out. <laughs> yeah. you thought that was cool look at this <laughs> yeah. uh so and and i was i said tony i'm like he needs to be on the show right and tony's like yeah i think so and he's one of us yeah, yeah. he totally is and you know outside of uh, uh just you know whatever guitar shows or whatever it's like i you know i've shared the stage with him several times i w i watch him he watches me if we're seeing each other we're talking about gear like mm -hmm. it, it always yeah. comes up i'm mean, like well, that's what this is all about so like yeah and so he he's stuck around for you know so long so i, I hope <laughs> no, i billy this is your challenge i hope you do stick around seriously i really do <laughs> Please don't leave. I feel loved. I feel loved. I feel wanted. It's nice. It's nice. Good. <laughs> um, well, Michael, uh, we have to do a little something right now. That's right. And uh, Fire up the El Camino. Gonna, I'll hop in the El Camino. And uh, actually, we're going to go crash at Jared's house, order a bunch of pizzas, leaving the boxes all over the floor. Because he's uh, on vacation. So um, we're going to do that. And wait a minute. Is the key under the mat? I don't. You're complicating it. You're complicating it. <laughs> What's um, the alarm code? <laughs> so this is a little something we call. Let's see. Uh, Michael, do you want to do it? Uh, do you really want me to do that? <laughs> yeah, do it. Why not? All right. Um, would you rather? <laughs> All right, we'll take it. Yeah, well, okay. good done. That's I think good. Jared would, would approve. Um, okay, so cool. please take it away, Maestro. So you're walking down the street. Uh, hang on, let me preface this. Preface. This is a Halloween-themed would you rather. Okay. So you're walking down the street. <laughs> that's, that's it. They did the mash. And, yeah, so. <laughs> and um, you're on your way to your gig. You got your guitars in hand, and along comes the Wolfman. Ow! <laughs> and what does this guy do? He he ravages your gear, takes your guitars, breaks them. You're done. Now you're left with what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So along comes Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. Sorry. The, the kind doctor says, I can make you a guitar with 
extra parts, spare parts, <laughs> as would Dr. Frankenstein do. Yes. And Abby so, normal parts? Well, they might be previously used parts. Maybe people have thrown these parts away, dead and buried parts. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he can put together a guitar for you that is pristine. It's beautiful. It has the absolute best playing neck. It has a comfortable body. It's got perfect balance. The paint on it is immaculate. But unfortunately, the pickups and the electronics, the circuitry, it's all garbage. <laughs> it's the worst. Beautiful, that you could, but stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the worst that you could ever, that ever experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and, and and if there was any kind of settings on it that you would prefer to use, not available. It's stuck in the absolute worst setting. Oh. Or he can build you a guitar. So it's a Strat with a middle setting. <laughs> if if that if that is your poison, Todd, then that's what it would be. Todd's okay. worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, or he could build you a guitar that is just absolute horrible to look at it has a neck that is twisted <laughs> it is out of it won't go you can't get it to intonate at all um the mm -hmm. body mm, may or may not be falling apart it could be made out of plastic it could be made out of fiberboard so it's but a sonic because he's yeah <laughs> <laughs> or uh or i should say and but the electronics are absolute perfect. Um, yeah. The best pickups, it's got the best controls, and it's on the setting, a setting, this setting, that would make it sound best. But it is terrible to play. The strings are rusted. Everything that you can imagine being wrong with a guitar, this is it, except for the pickups. So, hmm. would you rather have the Frankenstein monster of uh a guitar that looks bad and sounds great or sounds great and looks bad or is it the other way around you get the idea yeah <laughs> all right that's a that's a mighty imaginative one thank you dracula uh <laughs> let's see tony fire bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing oh man you know it <sighs> I think I'm going to have to go with the one that has the great neck and the great body, but, you know, it's, it's sounding like a doo-doo is probably not uh, not great either. And, but on They're the other, both doo-doo. That's, yeah, the, but that's the, the, the conundrum. But, but if it's not playing in tune, the neck is warped, I mean, now nah, I'm, I'm just going to take my chances and, and the nice body and the nice neck and, you know, Live with the settings where they are, and hopefully correct th some things on the amp. That's what I'm going with. All right, Billy. Who? Well, I, I am. I'm a neck man. Uh, I do like uh, a good guitar with a good neck. Um, yeah, but I've had both of these guitars in the past. <laughs> <laughs> so am I allowed to modify it after I nope. get it? No. No, I have, to, I have to just get up on stage and play it. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Look good or sound good. This is rough, man. This is rough. Okay. Um, well, you know, one time 
I faked playing guitar. I was in a jazz. I was in. The, I was in the college jazz band, and then we were ripping through this chart, and I didn't. It, the chords were just flying by, and so I'm just sitting there next to the drummer, you know. And there's a big, huge crowd, and, uh, and the, the audience was really into it, and the band's, you know, just ripping along, and and I just wink at the. <laughs> At the drummer, and I faked it. I fake strummed the whole the whole song. Ah. It was classic, and that's you know, fantastic. Yeah, we got done, and you know, stood up and bowed and everything, and nobody, I think you might nobody have done knew that a, the difference. I think you might have done that a few times when after you had back surgery. Yeah, actually, <laughs> quite possibly, quite possibly. So, yeah, you know, the show must go on. Um, But you know what? If it, if it feels good, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the functional guitar, but terrible pickups. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, Michael. How about yourself? Yeah, uh, I, I feel where you guys are coming from on this, but um, it, I'm not used to looking good, so um, I'm actually gonna go with the one that has the tone that sounds good. Um, even though it might be a bear to play and it may be, you know, just super ugly. Um, I, I want it to sound good because if you're going to be heard, you know, sometimes that's better than being seen. Um, mm. Mm. although, you know, although, you know, looking good is so important when you're on stage in front of others, you know, it's like, Oh, that guitarist looks good. Oh, but he sounds like doo-doo. He sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I think I still want to be the guy that sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, hmm. tone's important to this me. This is so it hard. Really is. Tone is important to me. I'll take the tone. All right, mm. Todd. Okay, my 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 knee jerk reaction is to do is to fit the guitar to what what I do, which is look good, sound okay. Sound <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the choice but, is obvious. But here, but here is the thing. Um, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. When I'm when I'm playing, the thing that will mess me up the most, like honestly, is if I feel like it doesn't sound right, and like that that it just it it it, it just cr it it gets into your head. If you're like something's off, something's off, then you're going something's off, something's off, and you're not and you lose attention and you're not in the moment, and I hate that. Yeah. So, and knowing is like. If I have good tone, I can make it go, right? And I, so I'm going with that, especially, you know, crank it up, get the good tone. And, you know, John swears that I'm never intonated anyway, so it kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was a fun one. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Nice nice theme, nice Halloween-y theme. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yes. Um, we need to thank a few people. That's right, Todd, because at this point of the show, Tanya. there is a special group of people that we love to thank. That is correct. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering, what is an executive producer? Well, an executive producer makes this show possible. How do you become one? 
Very simple. Head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a patron, a sponsor of this podcast. And each level comes with some really lovely thank you gifts. But as an executive producer, there's one thing more. Michael, what is that? You get to have your name read on the thing. That's right. Your name read on the thing. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars. Vader in Pedals. John Halverson. Rick Calhoun. Trevor Gunberg. Elad Mizrahi. Mike D. Richard Gendel. Mark Garten. Matt Hart. James White. Justin Jones. Anthony Jamalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John <laughs> Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, and Andrew DeHaan. Well, that but, sounds like... Wah. But, 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 wait, Todd. There's one thing more because we have a special, special group of executive producers. These are our grand poobas. Yes. These sponsors have a fez to wear upon their head. Michael, yes. are you wearing your fez? I have my fez on and my Guitar Knobs t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Hey. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's worth mentioning, at the penthouse floor with the uh, infinity pool, uh, it's come to my attention, we have a, <laughs> a rather permanent resident there now who's moved in. Who? Uh, well, it's Billy. And um, <laughs> so we said, okay, fine, Billy. And we gave him an orange uh, kimono. Well, at least he's covering up. Yes. Be prudent, Billy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's the party. It's the party. <laughs> so special, special, special thanks party. to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon <laughs> Wild Big Ups, Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robinson, Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nigro, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. Eddie Serratos, David Poe, Billy Spitfire, and we have a new Grand Pooba yes, this week. Yes, indeed. Kevin B. Yes. Oh, wait a minute, but there's one more. Um, yeah. I think that's all of them. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, I think there it. might be one more. Uh, Michael Van Zant. That's right. How could hey. I forget? Oh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Long, hey, you long yeah. uh, friendship we've had over the internets and through the guitar waves. So uh, we need to say um, a huge, uh, and again, a, a very, very special thanks to Michael. And by the way, Michael, is there any place that you'd like to send people uh, on your behalf or to yourself? 
Uh, sure. Um, I'm not overly active on the socials, but I do like to, uh, you know, follow and uh, support, uh, you know, the aforementioned builders, uh, bands, artists. And so you'll find me reposting. Um, I'll also post uh, maybe what I'm listening to that day, some photos from a concert that I've been to. So you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at S is in Sam 360 bassist. That's S360 bassist. Right on. And Tanya, how about yourself? Well, just head over to pickguardian.com, check out some of the things that I do. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email, let me know what you need, what you're trying to do. I'll yeah. take good care of you. Pickguardian.com. Stand out in a crowd. Yes. With Pick Guardian. <laughs> That's true. You know that's true. I, that's I what I'm doing. I, I mean, that's that's what you do. Billy, yeah, trademark about yourself. Yeah, Billy Spitfire on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Billy Spitfire Unlimited on Facebook. And and the Bastard Sons of Neptune finds Central Ohio Surf and Mathematics. Yes, it's on Spotify and elsewhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Spotify, yeah. Uh, Pandora, we're on all the iTunes, things. all the things. All yeah, MySpace. But we're from Columbus. That's, that's from Columbus. true. Yep. Uh, you can shoot me a message at on email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. And you can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We would love to hear from you. Love to know what you think about the show. Any things that you're particularly connecting with or have questions about, please hit us up. Our. Our doors are open. Um, and also, please, if you get a chance and you want to rock out, uh, go check out the Villantinos on all of the places that you can find cool music. And um, we need to say a big thanks to Michael for joining our show tonight. We really appreciate you having on the show and supporting us, Michael. Thank you, guys. I, I'm, I'm humbled, humbled by this and uh, also appreciate the, the show. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe! Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice to meet you, Michael. And you. Well, that was nice. <laughs> uh, mint julep is not from around here. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mint julep oh, can only be made on a front Come porch. Boy. Belvedere! With sucker. <laughs> I Come here, sucker. <laughs> My God, I'm going deaf. That was unnerving. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope this doesn't sound like I'm sucking up to you guys, but one of the nice things about the show. Suck your up, format, Michael. Suck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Billy. There's some dirt in this connection. It's a dirty connection. On a well-maintained sweat stain on the seer suckers. <laughs> <laughs> that. Tony, no, Tony. No. Tony, the no. joke. No. The joke is over. Uh, Tony. But it's Tony. starting. Can we? Can we? <laughs> Back can? to your chair. Oh, All right. Todd. And his wife always makes him go to some like super hot beach that he doesn't like. <laughs> and he gets very sweaty <laughs> and hungry. Yeah. And he's angry. He's not a he's, beach guy. He's a pasty 6'8", 350 pound Man. guy who does not want to lay in the sun. Well, there beach. was that time that he got, you know, the, he was laying on the beach and, and a bunch of people came in and said, let's push him back in. Yeah. Save him. He's dying. <laughs> but don't they have pizza? I mean, you can get pizza on the beach, right? Yeah. Check, 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 check.
Yeah, even me? though Columbus, Ohio is <laughs> the number one cursing city is in it? America. No way. It yeah. can't be. Yeah. Everybody thinks they're the number one at everything. Who says this? <laughs> you know. Mm. Yeah. Lean into okay. it. Is that all you got? Unzip the pants. <laughs> Let me get a little bit of this. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, but come on. Choices was none other than Hal Holbrook. <laughs> he can wear a seersucker suit, man. Yep. And uh, and oh gosh, now I just forgot his uh, wife's name. Was uh, it Mrs. Holbrook? <laughs> she was on that. She was on that TV show. Let me get a little bit of this. Okay. A little more. Let, Let me get a little bit of this. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, so I imagine he'll probably get, you know, he's, he'd probably fall asleep in a chair and get his feet really sunburnt. Oh, my God, my feet, I can't <laughs> even walk! You know, uh... Check, 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 check. I think I just fixed it. It's, it's got to be the Columbuses yeah. and that's nights Ian's, or however we call ourselves. Columbians. Oh. Yeah, we're not Columbians. Where, what are we? Somebody probably went to a Buckeyes game and just listened to the crowd and said, okay. Columbus? Columbus is. What are we? Columbus. We're Columbus with, with an apostrophe after the S. This is. This is. Columbus. Columbusites? Columbuses? Columbuses. <laughs> Columbuses. There you go. Plural Columbus. Yeah. Yep. Columbuses. Columbusonians. I know the answer to this question, but it's going to have to take a while to get back to me. You know, and that's oh, when he poo enjoyed yeah, poo yeah, perversity. Perversity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like proboscis. <laughs> um, Should we start this podcast anytime soon? Yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Oh, and away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time